You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So today I wanted to speak about something that might be on your mind too. I was like, hey, wait a minute, TikTok. Who did it and why and how? How they did it and why? TikTok, you know? TikTok is just like, I feel like in more recent months because of, you know, the other things surrounding um, the company politically, it's kind of come up again as a heavy hitter. And I wanted to kind of do a little bit of background on, you know, who the owner was and how this all came about and, you know, what that process was like and, you know, what can be learned. So let me share some things that I found, okay? So the creator of TikTok, his name is Zhang Yemi. Okay, and he is a Chinese billionaire software developer. Okay, and just a little bit on TikTok. So, TikTok has become an internet sensation since its launch in 2016. It's reached over 500 million global monthly active users and has attracted the attention of, of course, you know, Facebook and Google. Um, you know, but Yiming is the founder and it he founded it from his parent company, ByteDance, okay? So that's not as popular, but it is a video sharing tool as well and had a bunch of downloads and everything as well. So Forbes estimate that Dang's net worth is at 6.2 billion, making him the ninth richest person in China Okay, and Zhang owns still an estimated 24% of ByteDance as well. Okay, so wildly successful, you know, um, he basically started out as a software engineer. He graduated from Nakai University in Taijin. I hope I said that correctly. I'm trying really hard, guys, with these name pronunciations, and I don't have the best, you know, speech my teeth are really big and kind of get in the way but a whole nother story um so he got his big break in july of 2012 when that company then raised five million in a series of a financing rounds from billionaire investor yuri milner okay and there was some subsequent investments after that that ended up being about 10 million dollars by 2013 My thing is this, something that I've always wondered because I've never, you know, I'm not involved in the software development world like that. It does fascinate me and I have my feet in it just a teeny weeny little bit, but it's like, how do you convince someone to give you like $10 million? Hey, I'm smart and I have this great idea. Give me $10 million. That's what I want to learn how to do. I think that's awesome. And I gotta give this guy some cool some kudos and props for that because you know that's is just awesome. Okay. So basically, you know, he just he got his investments and everything and just went ahead and launched it, you know, in 2017. And I wanna say that within like 200 days, it was already number one on most of the app stores, which is absolutely incredible first of all that it was i guess it didn't take that long to develop because it was drawing from some other um 
apps that had already been, he had already developed. So perhaps all he had to do was some tweaking and, and changing of things. I don't know how much of that technology existed before um, and was integrated in. Um, that's probably proprietary information. Or if you were on some of those other sites, if you were in those areas and used some of those apps, you might be able to kind of see what the user experience was like and put two and two together. But um, for me, I'm, I'm not sure. But either way, you know, it's still pretty awesome. So some other things about his, you know, backstory, you know, I'm reading up on him. I saw that his parents were um, civil workers um, and that they're from the mainland China region, I believe. And, you know, he just has done his thing, been super smart. Um, he also worked for Microsoft for some time, but he didn't, did end up leaving Microsoft because he basically had gotten to the point where he wanted to have some creative freedoms. And of course he's working for Microsoft. They have their um, objectives that they're trying to achieve. And he was just, you know, wanted to create some different type things. And so he went and started building his own, you know, company. So I think that was awesome. So here's some things that you may not know about him. Okay, so these are some interesting facts. Um, so this was on the hustle.co. And basically, so he started um, a while even before all of what I just said. And he launched his career with a travel startup called Cookson, which sold to TripAdvisor for 12 million. Okay, so first of all, let me break it down. This is what I'm trying to say. Dude already had some of his own money, and then he still is able to convince people to invest their own money. I can't get anybody to invest $50. You know, I, I've got to figure that out. I've got to work it out. We'll work it out together. Okay, that's why we're doing this podcast because that's what we do. We put our heads together and figure things out. Okay, so, um, yeah, so the, we talked about how he um, worked for Microsoft for a while. So that was very cool too. And basically creative differences and whatever. It was just time for him to go. He basically just outgrown the position basically. Um, so in 2012, he founded ByteDance and um, it was actually part of another software app as well. Um, and, and, and he of course had wild success with ByteDance as well. And it's, as I mentioned before, still partnered in that company. Um, here is another thing that he actually used ByteDance for. And he actually used it to help locate thousands of missing persons. Now that is cool, okay? So I don't know, you know, the ins and outs of that, but I think that that is pretty, pretty cool okay so um i did see in one article online um that basically said this chinese migrant worker had lost um it, their 56 year old mentally ill sibling during like a, the lunar new year festival and that that app was actually helpful in finding him and that app was the Teltao app which was part of bite dance okay so I think that's awesome. You know, I wonder how many other apps that we are using, you know, maybe that location 
tracking that's built into many apps could also be helped to find people. And that is happening already with certain apps, but I, I'm interested to see what the future of that is. Um, so now let's talk a little bit more about, you know, some numbers as to where most of the people who are using TikTok are. So top 10 countries for TikTok downloads. I'm gonna go ahead and do a quick little screen share for you. So, so top 10 countries for TikTok downloads. Number one, can you guess? If you're listening, you get to guess, but if you're watching, you already know what the answer is because on my screen, India. India has the most TikTok downloads right now. And China is number two, USA is number three, Indonesia is number four, Brazil number five, Vietnam number six, Russia number seven, Turkey number eight, Mexico number nine, and Thailand number 10. I think that is pretty cool stuff. And if you're looking at India, India has almost like three times the amount of users than China. Like that is pretty cool. Um, I think that's awesome. So um, now we've talked about the history of the creator of TikTok a bit. So we've talked, you know, about him himself and kind of his career path a little bit and some of the things he was able to do with his early apps. Now let's talk about kind of how TikTok, you know, like why it's a good thing to use or why you may want to consider using it. So number one, it's got this super powerful algorithm that again, it is actually driven by something that is a little bit different than most apps, like Instagram, for example, which is the music. So if you actually put music in your video via the TikTok app, you select from the music that is in the app, your video is going to go much farther because the algorithm actually works off of the music inserted into the video as well. I know that Instagram does have a similar feature, but it is not as um, heavy hitting as the TikTok app. That's why most of the videos that you see on there, they're like dance videos or voiceover videos, things like that, because that's really what the whole platform is all about. Not to say that you can't have a regular um, talking video, just original audio, you certainly can, but you're going to get a lot more views and a lot more traffic if you have music or some kind of a popular voiceover tied into your TikTok video post, okay? So the other thing that's cool about TikTok is that you don't have to have a lot of followers to expose your content to a lot of people. So like with Instagram, you have to, you know, the more files you have, the more people are going to see your stuff, your stuff, because that's kind of how the Instagram algorithm works. You know, even if you've got something great, you know, if you don't have that many followers and are putting it out from like a private account or something, it's just not going to get that many views versus TikTok. It's all about the, the content itself. So it goes a little bit farther. Now, the ins and outs of their algorithm, 
you know, how it actually does that, I don't know, but I do know that the music portion of it is pretty heavy hitting and their algorithm is able to learn what each individual user likes to see much faster than say the Instagram algorithm or the Google algorithm. And I'll give you an example. So I set up a new TikTok account a couple of days ago. And initially when I first set it up, I'm just getting inundated with all kinds of stuff. And I'm talking, you know, one minute to the next. So I just log in, create the account, started seeing stuff. The minute I started liking things, I started seeing more of those videos. I was able to see that algorithm working right in front of my eyes versus like you go on Instagram, you like some stuff, your feed doesn't change that drastically. Like I feel like it takes a couple of days, maybe even a couple of weeks before the algorithm crawls through again. And it's like, oh, this is the type of stuff you like to see. I see that you like this, this, and this. So now I'm gonna show you more of those things. This one, man, the minute I started liking, bam, 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 then I would start getting a ton of similar videos like that from other people. And that's what I think makes TikTok so valuable is that the immediate response. Now, I could all, I could really go on and change my algorithm again like that. If I go start liking stuff, there's a whole different way. You know, maybe if I just start putting things in a search bar and um, searching and then liking stuff that's totally different, bam, immediately my feed is gonna change. It is immediate, man. And that's pretty cool. I don't know how they do that. That's some like serious coding right there. But yeah, that's in a nutshell, one of the things that I feel is very good because again, this podcast is geared towards business owners. And I have to say, I was like, I didn't want another freaking thing to manage as a business owner. Like, I'm like, man, how many freaking apps do I need? How many things I have to be plugged into? I'm not trying to do all this crap, man. But, um, you know, after doing some research and talking with some good friends, you know, I did come to realize that it is somewhere that I need to be. And um, I just have to work through the way that's going to work best for me to share the content.